What is Muniz? Frankie, don't hurt me. Don't hurt Frankie. Muniz. The Weekly Muniz. I'm Duncan Pete. I'm Hayden Bleachmore. Oh boy, this is the podcast where we talk about Frankie Muniz. Every week. Every single week. The goal is to get an interview with Frankie Muniz. Yeah, we'll get him on the show and then we'll stop. We're we're in a weird state at the moment because uh, we just finished writing our fan script <laughs> for Agent Cody Banks 4, uh, Mix Up in Moscow. Mix Up in Moscow. And we started really late, and so it's pretty late now. We're it's, very tired. Yeah. But, you know, we... Uh, you got a soldier on. We got a soldier on. We, you, en- we enjoy doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good you got to love what you do. Um, But also... You should probably listen to, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, maybe go listen to the Trouble in Iraq, our yeah, fan script for Agent Cody Banks 3. Yep. And also, maybe if you've seen the first two Cody Banks films. That would help. help. It would help a little bit. I mean, you can still enjoy it, I guess, and just imagine yeah, what it might yeah. have been in the first couple ones. But I mean, this script is pretty hilarious, so yeah. uh, you can enjoy it regardless. I mean, but... you know, you just do you. It doesn't really relate that much to, I mean, at this point, it's kind of <laughs> not at all oh, boy. the same as the second one. A lot of the characters have died. We killed a lot of characters. Yeah, we realized that as we started writing this one. The end of the last script we made, Agent Cody Banks 3, like Trouble in Iraq. people died. We just killed all the main characters. Oh, boy. Um, anyway. Do you uh, want to just get started? Do yeah, like... so we have some... Uh... Breaking Muniz. So last week, we uh, had some very exciting news. Oh, yeah. Where we... Uh, Taylor Zach Heaney... The, he's the uh, quadruple gold list member. He's a super fan. He's on the gold list of fans. And he, he has special access to IMDb. So, so he, he sent us the email for Frankie Muniz's manager. Yeah, so we got his, like, pr- for real email. Yeah. So we sent him an email. It was the exact same email we sent Olivia, because we couldn't be bothered retyping one. <laughs> we just changed the name from Olivia to this Ben. This kind of shit all over how we were talking about how we're dedicated to the podcast just before. Look... Too lazy to rewrite an email. Look, it was, I mean, it was going to be the same anyway. We were just going to say the same thing. More or less. More or less. Anyway. We changed Dear Olivia to Dear did, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Anyway, we haven't heard back from him yet, but that's all the Breaking Muniz is. Is he on Breaking Muniz? No, he hasn't tweeted anything for a while. <laughs> Breaking <laughs> Muniz. Just, it's just his Twitter. That's <laughs> like... Just read his tweets. We only read his tweets. Otherwise, we just. Don't How have else any... are we supposed to? I don't know him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. supposed to catch just up with hang, Frankie. Hang out with him. Whatever. Oh, how do I know what he's eating at Chick Fil A? He's eating his bloody dream cone first. That's what he's doing. Fuck! What a renegade! What a fucking renegade master! Let's let's just get started with this script. Let's just burst let's right. Just into get it. into it. Okay. Let's go right into it. Let's let's, let's recap. Uh, the third fan script we made because there's no way anyone will remember it because I hardly remember it. And Duncan told me as we were writing it, it's like, you know, he has a robot hand now. And I was like, what the fuck? Does he? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just completely we, forgot he had a robot hand. We, yeah, we made that a thing without even thinking about it. Yeah. So, oh, boy, I don't even... I so the third remember. one, I can't really remember what we did. But pretty much, he went to Iraq because there was this big head honcho guy and he had a weather machine and he was trying to make America really crap. And he's like making all the beaches rainy all the time, and he's making the ski slopes hot and dry. Yeah, yeah. And he's ending all the good times he's, forever. He's trying to kill the lighthouse and trying to the, kill the, the president. The White House, do you mean? The what? You said lighthouse. Did I said lighthouse. Said lighthouse, bro. Oh boy. Anyway, he's trying to kill the White House president guy uh, with but, lightning because he has a big, he's big weather machine. But then Cody Banks, you know, he he foils the plan. 
He makes a he makes an ally called Schmwick. Yep, and, and he's, also, he's played by Matthew Perry. Yeah, who is from Friends fame? He played Chandler. He played Chandler from Friends. And also, Chocolate Surprise comes back. What's his name? Derek. I don't, I don't know his actual real life name. Oh, I don't know the actual actor's name, but the character is called Derek. Anthony Anderson. Is Anthony his name. Anderson. Uh, he's also been in. Uh, oh, he was in. Um, Transformers. Yeah, yeah. He had the whole damn plate of donuts in the Transformers. Whole plate. That was in the his... interrogation room. <laughs> that was his major contribution to Transformers. Yeah. He's a cool dude, though. He's a cool dude. He's he done seems, other stuff. He seems fine. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, so, so he's he there. Dies. He dies. He eats one of those he's exploding one of the, Mentos and uh, dies. And ex- <laughs> no, what happens is he throws them. He licks the Mentos and throws it at the main villain, and the va- main villain catches it and throws it back into his mouth, and he swallows it by accident, and he explodes all over him. Yeah. And then Matt... And That's then, pretty fucked. Uh, Cody Banks shoves a nanobot cube down Schmwick's throat, and then he starts getting eaten from the inside out. Yeah. And he dies horribly. And then... Cody accidentally gets some nanobots on his hand and eats away his hand and so he's, he gets a robot a, hand. So he's got a robot hand now. Oh boy. Uh, and also, Math Dog gets hurt but he's fine. And also, the main villain got electrocuted with lightning because Frankie Muniz killed him mm. with lightning from his own weather machine. Yeah. How ironic. So is that just the final recap? I think that's all I can remember. So basically, all you have to remember is that tons of people died. And, and if he has Cody's, got a robot hand. Cody's pretty fucked up about it. There's not really any major plot points that carry on too much. Not really. Anyway, let's let's go with this. Let's go with the script. Yeah. Okay. So. So what happens? So it in... starts off right. Oh, yeah, the yeah. first shot, the first sequence, cold yeah. open, to a fourteen-year-old Cody Banks. It's a flashback. It's a flashback, but they filmed it in like when they were filming the first one, because they, right? they thought about this. They de-age him with CGI. Or something. Yeah. It's a young Frankie Muniz, mm-hmm. Cody Banks driving around his red Aston Martin. He's driving up to a party, gets out, and dancing in the moonlight's playing. Right. That's the whole the whole thing's soundtrack by Dancing in the Moonlight by yeah, Top Loader. That's it. Remember that. Uh, and so he's walking to this party while it's going I sort of went Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's feeling moonlight. And he's dancing with with Hilary Duff. Yeah, so he walks into a party and Hilary Duff's there and she goes, Natalie Cody Natalie Connors. Natalie Connors is there, not Natalie Summers. No. Whoops! Whoopsies. Uh, Natalie Connors walks in and goes. I mean, she walks in and like, "Yeah, Cody's here. We're best friends and lovers and stuff." Storm. Anyway, he's having a really good time. They're dancing up a storm, and then Emily Summers and the girl that we made up for the third one, the love interest. All the love interests are just dancing around. They're having a great time. Mm-hmm. Chocolate surprises there. He's yeah, dancing, yeah. having a great time, he's eating chocolate chef. surprise. He's, he's, providing, he's providing food for the party. Yep, and everyone's having a whole bowl of chocolate so, surprise. And every, yeah, everyone's got a whole big plate of chocolate surprise. The best. Uh, but you know what? You almost you don't get sick after you eat this one because you know how you eat a lot of chocolate, you feel kind of ill. Yeah. You can eat as much of this chocolate surprise as you goddamn want. It's a fantasy land. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't say that. Don't say that. It's the perfect world. Yes. Uh, so then uh, he goes, All right. Hey, Natalie, let's get out of here. It's a terrible Frankie Muniz impression. I hey, from... get out of here. Hey, uh. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. Hey, do you reckon. Like, when they say, people say skedaddle, it comes from, let's get out of here. Let's skedaddle here. No, I don't. Skedaddle. Nope. Let's skedaddle here. Nope, not at all. Anyway, so Frankie says, <laughs> let's skedaddle here. And then <laughs> they both get in the red Aston Martin, they drive into the sunset. And they skedaddle there. They skedaddle there. And then as they're approaching the horizon, a massive semi-trailer just goes, and goes, and plows right into them. And then it just cuts to a close-up of Frankie Muniz's face, and he goes, and he sort of wakes up. Yeah. And you see a, a very disheveled 
Cody Banks. And this, this is his real age, so it's like he's back. To, he's like oh, he's seventeen and a half. Yeah, that. but he looks thirty. He's like so messed up. Yeah, he's like so crazy pale. He's got his his eyes beard. His really gross beard. His hair is wild. He's got his eyes are like bloodshot. He looks like he hasn't slept a wink, except he just did. He, he's, but he's had horrible dreams. He's, he's naked anyway, so, except so for his tidy It, it, it zooms socks. out from his face, and you see he's lying on the ground, on the dirt. Uh, he's got his tidy whities and his socks on, he's and he's totally, just covered in mud. He's totally naked except for tidy whities yeah. and his socks, and, and then, he's writhing around in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, and you see him, and he's actually lying on top of Natalie Connor's grave. She's dead. Because she died. And he's, <laughs> she's he's dead. Totally we killed messed her. Up because... She's dead on top of all the other people. That oh yeah, died we should mention in the third one at the very end, the post-credit scene was him finding out that she was dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a major plot point. Yeah, that's huge. So yeah, <laughs> we anyway, so that. Natalie Connors is dead, and that happened before. Anyway, that's the, that's it zooms out, and he has um, so Frankie Munoz has a, uh, all of his clothes neatly folded next to the grave. He undresses himself to writhe in this dirt on top of her grave. Yeah, then he puts his clothes back on to so go he, about his day. Yeah, so he puts his clothes back on and he... He goes to the bank, right? Uh, does he go to the bank now? Anyway, so it's sort of like a montage almost of just him being a shitty person. Yeah, he's, so su- like, he's like super fucked up. Super depressed. He goes to the liquor store, buys a whole bunch of liquor with a fake ID because he's 18 on this. Yeah. He looks 30, but he's 18. Yep. Because uh, there's a year after the third one. Yep. Uh, he buys alcohol with his fake ID uh, you know, he's he's doing Jankum. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not doing Jankum. Yeah, we were toying with the idea to make him a Jankum addict. You were toying with the idea. You liked it. If you don't know what Jankum is, it's awful. don't Google it. Oh, boy. It's, <laughs> or do it, I don't know. It's a pretty messed up drug. You, you shit into a, a jar and then it ferments and you put a balloon over it and you huff it. Yeah, inhale the fumes and you makes you hallucinate. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty fucked. He's not a drinking addict. We go to that. He's just no, an he's, alcoholic. He's, a, he's addicted he's a to bum. nicotine patches. Yeah. You don't, yeah. So he buys <laughs> tons of nicotine patches because he, he doesn't want to smoke. He doesn't want to smoke because it's bad for his lungs. He puts these nicotine patches on and just goes about his day. Does he go to the bank first or does he go to the? He goes to the. the he goes to the bank and oh, Matt's yeah. dog's working at the bank. Yeah. And he's like asking. So for he, a loan. No, so what happens is, Frankie walks into the bank with his hood down. He's hood up, sorry. He's head down. And he kind of goes up to the front of the queue. And Math Dog says, What would you like, sir? I'd like to make a withdrawal. Uh, how much would you like? And then he lifts his head up. As much as you can spare. And Math Dog just doesn't like that yeah, at all. He's like, you, you cannot keep coming in here and asking for free loans. You've got no credit. You've got bad credit. You're a deadbeat. Just give me some of your money, Math Dog. Get, You're making mad bank of the Get out of here, you deadbeat bum. You used to be a somebody. So he's pretty, like, Cody's pretty fucked up. Maybe he should say, who's the thirsty dog now? <laughs> I just made that up. He, like, hates being called thirsty dog. I don't know. Look, that's not that's not officially in the script. That's some ad-libbing. All right. Anyway, anyway. so he walks out. He's just sad. Yeah. And he um gets out. Of, he's walking out of the bank, pulls out a packet of nicotine patches, slaps one on. Yeah. And he's walking. And then he sees a sort of... A, a ute. He sees a ute. He's stuck on the train tracks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stalled a, on the train tracks. And, and there's, there's a, a worker inside. inside. And he's like, help, I can't get out. And there's a train coming. And you hear the ding, ding. And there's sort of a train coming towards yeah. the car. So then Cody, he looks over and he sees a skateboard just sitting on the side of the road. And he looks at the skateboard. He looks at the and car. And he looks at the guy. And he's like, meh. And he just walks away. Goes, not my problem. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> As he's walking away, you hear this chain of sound effects go like, honk, honk. And then... No! And, <laughs> and then a kid yell... Dad! 
And it's real fucked. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. So he doesn't care. His fault. He didn't save him. He didn't save him. He doesn't care anymore. And so after that action-packed day, he just goes back to Natalie's grave. So he goes back to Natalie's grave, undresses, back into his... naked. Into his socks and undies, writhing in the mud. He gets a full cake on. And, uh... Oh, all this time, by the way... So during this montage, he's checking his phone, and his parents are texting him. And his brother's texting him. He's like, where are you? We haven't seen you in weeks. His parents text him, come on, Cody. Come home, we miss you. Please, we can work through this together. And he's just screening calls, not answering any texts. Doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, he goes back to the grave, rides around for a bit, uh, has another dream, and it's, it's has another dream about a good life, the good life. Yeah, the good life. Dream. And then it ends horribly. Like he's at a he's at a party, and then it's um, the exact and, same and, and Apache helicopter comes and mows everyone down or something. Yeah, he just has these horrible, horrible dreams, and then he wakes up to his brother. He's kicking him, kicking him open. He goes, "Oi, Cody, wake up, you <laughs> piece of shit!" So so Cody finds out that. So his parents are dead. They, his parents died. Yeah, his parents just died in a freak nail clipping accident. Which is a callback to Agent Cody Banks to Destination London when Cody Banks' mum was like confiscates his clippers for some reason. At least favorite scene of the entire film. But yeah, it turns it's out she was right. dumb. She yeah, was she was right. right all along, man. She was nail right to confiscate his clippers. So his parents are dead. They have to go. To the he funeral. has no friends, so he's going to the funeral. And he's still disheveled as shit. He's not. He's not wearing any yeah. good clothes. He gets into a huge fight with his brother because his brother blames the parents' death on Cody because it's like they were his nail clippers. Mm-hmm. 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 And if uh, yeah, his nail clippers killed them both. So he gets mad. He storms out of the funeral pretty much. He's at the funeral and he gets approached by someone from the CIA. Yeah. So he's at the funeral. He gets approached. He's storming out of the funeral, and he gets approached by the director from the CIA. And yeah, d- we, the, d- the director goes. We've got a we've got a little a little bit of dialogue written down here. So pretty much the CIA director goes, Cody, we got one last mission for you. And Cody's like, I'm not doing it. I, I've seen too much. I saw my best friend betray me, then get eaten by nanobots. I watched my other best friend explode into smithereens. I killed a guy with lightning. I lost a hand. Math Dog doesn't want to talk to me anymore. My parents died because of me. And Natalie's gone. No, she isn't, Cody. We found her. And then the CIA guy hands him a folder. And he opens the folder and there's some pictures of Natalie walking around. We took those pictures yesterday in Moscow. And Cody's like, oh my god. He's like, I need a minute. And he goes outside. <laughs> and, <laughs> and some guy offers him a cigarette. And he's like, no thanks. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Terrible for you. So he gets two nicotine patches. And... Puts one on each hand and does the Home Alone slap on his face and just puts both hands on his both cheeks and goes <gasps> and sticks both nicotine patches to each cheek. So he's like, "Hey man, you want a cigarette?" No, I don't touch the stuff. It's bad for your lungs. <laughs> Shoves on his face. <laughs> and um, yeah, so he's just outside with the nicotine patches, and then he he he's he's so he's so distraught because he's been at Natalie's grave he, for so long. He he's just, not even dead, and he goes. Yeah, it goes crazy. He goes nuts. And he's like, no, she can't be alive. She's dead. She can't be alive. He goes absolutely nuts and starts digging up the grave. So he digs up Natalie's grave. Yeah. And, and he opens up the coffin. And nothing's there. Empty. The em- he's been wallowing in it over an empty coffin. Boom. 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 Shake. The, the room. room. So he goes, oh, God. <laughs> i got to find her. She's still alive. This is the best of my life. Yeah, yeah. Goes to the payphone. Calls up the CIA director. Oh, keep in mind. Sorry. I should say he's 17. That's how old he's he is. 17. But his birthday is in two days from now. His 18th birthday is in two days. That's slightly important. It's fairly important. Uh, so, so he goes to the CIA director yeah. 
and he's like, uh, I'll do it. Oh, you're Frankie, so. He's like, I'll do it. Yeah, that was way better than mine. <laughs> Glad we redid <laughs> so he, that. He goes to the CIA director and he, he, he's like getting his mission brief and he's saying he'll he'll do this last mission on the condition that they find they find Natalie. That he gives him the coordinates for Natalie. He wants the address, he wants he wants, he wants to find everything. it. Everything. So he comes to the CIA director's office. Yeah. CIA director says, Alright, Cody, your last mission is to deliver this bioelectronic synthobot. Synthesoid. Synthesoid to Moscow. Or Bess for short. We call her Bess because B E S. Bioelectronic synthesoid. Or you Bess. can call her you can Bessica call her Bessie for for long, for long, <laughs> or best for short. Anyway, so he and who, who's best played by? So Bess is played by Wanda Sykes, but it's Wanda Sykes with blonde, straight, long hair. Yeah, uh, because she's a love interest also. Yeah, and just and like... as she walks in, uh, Ignition <laughs> Remix by R. Kelly co- it starts playing, and then she struts in. Just, just like, like in, in the first one. Just like in the first one. Let me hear that. Just, beep, like, just like in the first one. Yeah. When the when the secret agent walks in and he goes, hot, hot damn. Hot and here. I don't know. Whatever. So she struts into the room and Frankie goes, whoa. Hot damn. Hot damn. Hot damn. Uh, so he's like, all right, I'll do it. So they get on a, they get on a plane headed to Moscow because he has to deliver this robot to a person in Moscow because he worked closely with the CIA and they, they're giving it to him as a reward. Because yeah. he helped him hack he's, shit. Because he's, he's a computer he's, genius. He's delivering this robot to a computer genius that needs the robot as like an assistant. Yeah. So as so they they get off at the the airport and they hop into a self driving car. And also I should mention that uh, on the plane he has another dream where they're having a good he's having a good time with Natalie and then he uh, falls off a cliff or something. Yeah. So he's having these great dreams that end horribly. Yeah. And um, so so they hop off. They go to the self driving car with Bess. And then yeah, he meets this guy called... Oh, we didn't bloody name him. Oh, yeah, shit, we haven't given him a name. He's played by Paul Giamatti, so we just kept calling him Paul. Fuck it, his name could be Paul... His name's Paul, Paul Smith. Schmier Schmarty. Schmier Schmarty. <laughs> Paul Smith. Paul Smith. Paul Smith. Paul Smith. Paul Smith. Oh, Jesus. So his name's Paul Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so they meet Paul Smarty. Paul Smarty. Um, he's just he's in an RV at a, at a trailer park. Yeah, so he's in this really crappy RV in a trailer park, and they knock on the door, and this guy opens the door, and he's in a wheelchair, and he's paralyzed from the nipple down. No, he's not paralyzed. He just doesn't he have feeling. No, he's paralyzed. No, he's not. Wasn't the same thing? If you don't have feeling, you Yeah, you can, you can not have feeling. Uh, it's the pain. He's paralyzed, is. and he doesn't have any feeling. No, he just has, doesn't have any feeling. Whatever. Look, he's, he's in a wheelchair. Alright, whatever. And, uh, you can't feel anything from the nipple down. Halfway through the nipple... It's for no reason. (laughs) I didn't want this to happen. I was going to add a sexy nipple scene into this, but Duncan didn't want it. Hayden was pushing it. He wanted the nipples down. Look. No feeling from the nipples down. So he can still hack, because his arms are still good. So he's good for hacking. Good for hacking stuff and doing computer things. Yeah. And he, he teaches Cody about... About the cyber reality. Yeah. How so, he so pretty much what happens, he walks to the RV, and the, the whole RV is him with like this one supercomputer. Yeah, it's computer this, stuff everywhere. And and Frankie goes, I mean, and Cody goes, what, you're supposed to be a, a computer billionaire. Why are you living in a crappy RV? And he goes, how much do you think this computer costs, kid? <laughs> oh, Paul's eat a smarty. 
And because he's like a giant computer nerd, he's got a bunch of like replica toy weapons on the wall. Yeah. He's got like a. And so Frankie's checking. Like the sword from Legend of Zelda there, and just like. Cody's looking through his collection, and he sees this massive great sword. He goes, hey, uh, that one's a real kid. Be careful with it. And he's like swinging it around and stuff. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's a real sword. So yeah, so he teaches Cody about about um the cyber reality and how Paul Eater Smarty wants to upload his own consciousness into a computer. Yeah, because like his body's no good, you know. He's crap. He's dead. He's got a dead his body. body's deteriorating. Yeah. So he wants to he wants to live forever by putting his mind into a computer. Yeah, and he goes neat, and he needs he needs um he Bess says, Bessie, neat. aka Blonda Sykes. Yeah. Uh, he, he needs her. To, she's because, like the final link. Yeah, because it's like she's half human, half robot. She's she's got such a complex brain. She's like the missing link between yeah. human and robot. Because you know? she's she's all robot, but she's like made from human bits or something. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't really flesh that out too much. Hey, well, flesh it out. Get it? Because flesh. I get it. Because she's a synthesoid. Yep. Anyway, so, anyway, so she, she's necessary for the thing, and he's like, "Thanks for delivering me, Bess." And he goes, "All right, I'm out of here. I got my birthday tomorrow, and I'm just killing it." I'm trying to. I want to find my long lost girlfriend. Yeah. So he calls up the CIA, he's like, alright, it's done. Uh, you know, give me give me Natalie's address. So he gives him the address, goes to a hairdresser, gets his beard shaved, gets his hair cut and all trimmed. He looks real and good. And he looks, he scrubs up nice. He looks, he's still skinny and pale. He's in a tuxedo, he looks like but he's James not, Bond. Yeah, and he's got no mud on him. <laughs> he's had mud on him for this entire yeah. time. Uh, so he goes to this address, flowers in his hand, and he knocks on the door, and he's so excited. And who opens the door? A fat Russian guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, is Natalie here? And he goes, Natalie, oh. Like, Nyet. I don't know. Nyet. Does that mean no in Russian? I'm pretty sure it does. Anyway, Natalie's not there. He's got a dud address. He's got a dud address. So he and calls the CIA and he goes, Hey, what's the big idea? What's, what's the big idea? He goes, what, that wasn't really the address? Hmm, don't know anything about that. Jeez, we've been, we've been had, Cody. Look, and here's the deal, Cody. It's your birthday tomorrow. So in, it's 10 p. It's what was it? It's your birthday tomorrow. It's, what, it's 8, 7 8, p.m. It's your birthday in five hours. Yeah. And you'll no longer be a child, so because, we can't help you. Because he's in the child uh, child agent program thing. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as he becomes an adult, his contract ends, so he doesn't have access to any of the high-tech CIA stuff. He doesn't have any of the clearance. He's not allowed to use it anymore. Yeah. So the CIA director goes, all right, look, the only offer we can make you is you have to sign up for another five-year contract, and you have to be in the CIA for five years, or... We have to find Natalie in five hours. So he's like, all right, bloody heck, let's bloody find this chick, all right? Yeah. They go on a wild goose chase. Uh, it's gooseless, which is the point, I think. They don't catch a single goose. Or is, that, is the wild goose chase like because it's hard to catch a wild goose? I'm sure or because there's no goose at all? I'm sure it's difficult to catch a wild or goose Or are you chase. the goose if you're in the wild goose chase? Because you're a big goose because there's nothing. You gotta catch yourself. Whoa. Oh man, that's deep. That's philosophy for ya. Anyway, Baby. so wild goose chase, and then he turns eighteen. Uh, clock strikes midnight. And he goes, no, no, Natalie. So he he runs to Paul Eater Smarty, and, and he goes, look, I need you to hack into every surveillance camera ever because I gotta find Natalie. And he's like, all right, sweet. I'll just plug myself into the computer and up- upload my consciousness. Consciousness to the. I've computer. already half done it anyway. Sort of plugs his head. There's like a big plug in his head, and yeah. he plugs it in. It's a, it's, and a he's, it's a bicycle helmet. Yeah, with like a bunch of with, with a bunch light, of plugs light bulbs on it as well. Yeah. Light bulbs and plugs, and he he's like plugging himself in and going, 
doing all this stuff with the computers yeah. and he, he goes crazy he goes insane with power because he's like half computer now yeah he goes whoa this is amazing uh, my body works I don't have a body I'm everything I'm nothing I'm omnipresent I'm singularly present I don't know and he just goes mad with power and he goes crazy yeah so so he's like gone he's gone berserk with these these computer appendages like his yeah. arms like smashing yeah, stuff yeah because the computer has arms also just yeah. two arms no one arm one metally arm thing Anyway, Cody and Bess, they run away because they're scared of this guy. But Cody grabs the sword off the wall. Oh, yeah, he's defending himself from the because, robot Because the robot's going crazy. And he's like, oh, geez. So he gets the sword off the wall trying to block this arm. The arm's not specifically attacking him. It's just going wild. Yeah. It's so, like, he's like, Bess, I'm, come with me. I'm getting out of here. It's too nuts. So he steals the robot because uh, they're friends. They made yeah. friends on the flight. He steals Bess, saves her, and they run off. Yeah. So then they're back in the hotel room. They're trying to figure out what to do. They don't know what to do. They're lost. Yeah. You know, uh, Bess has no point being here because he's a robot with no owner. And Frankie has no point being there. Cause Cody? Cody has, no point. Cody has no point being there because he can't find Natalie. There's no leads. He's out of the CIA. He got a call from the CIA. He's like, you're out, kid. Sorry, it's all we could do. Unless you want to sign up for another five years. And he's like, no way, bro. I'm not doing that. I've seen too much shit. Uh, so then... So yeah, so they're just lost, they're much, and they're eating. They're eating of, chocolate surprise. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like, eating chocolate surprise because he's out of options. It's the only recipe he knows off by heart. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he's spent his his entire time memorizing it in memoriam for his friend Derek. Yeah. Also, if you don't know what chocolate surprise is, it's the meal that he makes in Cody Banks Two. Yeah. Derek, played by Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Uh, he's masquerading as a chef, and the only meal he makes is like this mash of chocolate shit. And yeah, with apparently Skittles tastes, in it. Yeah, and apparently tastes really good. Anyway. The, apparently, so, it's, it's lovely jubbly. I've heard that. I've heard good reviews. I've heard that, that it's lovely jubbly. I've also, uh, it's, uh, apparently it's worth applauding for as well. After you, <laughs> finish worth, your meal, you have to clap. It's worth a it's tradition. ovation. After, after you finish your meal, you have to clap the chef. Even if you're alone. Even if you're the chef, yeah, you have to clap. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Otherwise, it doesn't I don't know taste what, good. I don't know what doesn't work about it. It doesn't, it doesn't taste good <laughs> yeah. if you don't applaud the chef after but the first in bite. Reverse. Like, it tastes good at the time, but then if you don't clap, it just tastes bad all of a sudden. So anyway, as, have... he's, as he's eating the chocolate surprise, his robot hand Because he's got a robot hand. He gets he hacked, he hacked by going, Paul Eater No, Smoke. you don't... Yeah, you got to make the reveal. As he's eating the chocolate surprise, his hand starts going crazy. Yeah. And he goes to get his mouth... Put the spoon into his mouth, and he hits his eye. And he goes, oh, got chocolate surprise in my eye. It's kind of ironic that there's just Smarties and... Smarties and the, oh, yeah. and the chocolate surprise. Paul Eater Smarties. Paul Eater Smarties making him not eat the Smarties. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, so now he that's can't... Philosophy and he's for like... You. Now that's philosophy for you. Yeah, well, everyone comes here for a bit of philosophy every now and then. Hmm. We're known for our Where's philosophy. Where's the hot spot for philosophy nowadays? Uh, I think it's the weekend Muniz, bro. Jump on it. So, he gets chocolate surprise everywhere and it turns out his, his robot arm is being hacked by Paul Eater Smarty. And he's like, oh no, he's hacking the mainframes. I don't know how that gets fixed. He it just doesn't. He, he gets a call. He's like, do you like what I can do? I, I got all the power in the computer mainframe. I'm slowly hacking everything and I'm going to become the I, internet. I can't become the internet without Bess. I, yeah. need you to, I need you to bring her to me so that so that I can find Natalie for yeah. you. And no. it's like so tempting. He's and he's like, like he, he probably not, he's like, I will give you Natalie. You will see her again. I yeah. promise. I promise. And then um, he's like, I'm sorry about last time. Got crazy. Yeah, sorry about that. So Paul Eater Smarty invites him to his house, his RV house. Yeah. Uh, he's still plugged in to the computer. So he goes back there and the computer's just like bigger and better than before. And he's got more arms. And he's just growing. 
so he, he brings Bess. You kind of get the vibe that Frankie doesn't really want to switch him because Paul's going to pretty much destroy the whole world. Yeah. If he gets the link. He, he's at the front of the RV. Yeah. And he's like, how does Paul Edis might get in and out of the RV if he's in a wheelchair? He's just always in there, I suppose. He just never leaves. Maybe there's like wheelchair accessible RVs. I mean, you're the you're so. the one that said he was in a wheelchair. I didn't I didn't think that at all. Uh, whatever. Anyway, um, well, how does he walk? He can't walk if he can't feel your legs. Of course he can. Not well. Yeah, surely. but it doesn't mean you can't. You'd be able to feel balance and stuff. You wouldn't you know where you, you wouldn't know where your legs are. Balance and you touch to feel. Are different different. Yeah, different but senses, you don't. Dude. You can't feel them. Of course you can. If they're completely numb, you don't yeah, know where they are. Still, of course you can still walk. That's silly. Uh, I don't know. Don't It'd be, be a hard. goose, Hayden. I don't think so. Don't be a goose. You yeah. can walk. It's fine. Whatever. Anyway, so... Oh, not now, because he's plugged into the computer. Yeah, so he's plugged into his computer with his light bulb helmets, and he's like, ooh, you've joined me, but it's a, the voice comes from the computer. Yeah. And it's, it's a like, big, it's it's a big like mouth a on a brain, big monitor. Brain-dead Paul Giamatti body just, plugged yeah. into a computer, and the computer's talking. So Paul, uh, so so Cody goes up to Paul Edith Smarty in the RV, and he's like, he, he's kind of skeptical. He wants to get Natalie's location first. Yeah. He thinks he's going to get fucked over, and he's like, nah. He's like, where's Natalie? And he's like, I'll tell you when you give me Bess. Yeah. Give me Bess, and I'll tell you. And I'll show you. I'll yeah. show you where she is. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, nah, I want to see Natalie first. But then he's like, all right, here's the deal. I'll show you, Natalie. Plug yourself in. Take a look in my virtual world. Yeah. So he puts on another bicycle helmet. Cody puts on a bicycle helmet with light bulbs and an Oculus Rift glued to the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's in the virtual world. <laughs> And it's just Paul Giamatti, and he's got like a ripped bod. Yeah. And he's walking around. And he's like got a giant... fat legs, and he's like muscly fat legs. Yeah, and he's got a giant fat, fat with muscle. He's got a giant castle, and he's like, hey, much better than that cruddy RV I live in in the real world. Yeah. Hey. How about that? Told you. Gotcha. And then Frankie's like, Cody's like, oh, geez, you can do anything here. And then he starts imagining Natalie, and he's in the he's in the um, in the red Aston Martin. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but it, this time it feels real. He knows it's not a dream. It's real. Yeah. It's happening in front of him. And he goes, "Ha! I never want to leave, Paulie Desmarty. I never want to leave." <laughs> but then, as that's happening, as they're in the mainframe together, Cody's like reading Paulie Desmarty's mind. He's what? Like, he can like hear. He can like hear his thoughts, and he can hear that Paulie Desmarty wants to end the world. Why can't he read his mind? Well, that's what that's what we came up with, right? When? When? Yeah. Why does he have telepathy? Because they're in the virtual world world together. Why would you have to read each other's minds? But that means Paul would... Paul, he just might be able to read Frankie's mind. Cody gets into Paul's head and finds out his plans oh, to right. end the world. Well, maybe you could just do the trope where he's explained the whole plan. Yeah, I suppose so. He's a villain, he wants to end the world, and he finds that No, out. he wants to be eternal and rule the whole world, and he's like... He wants to be I'll take you with me, I'll take you with me, Cody, if you're white. Yeah. If you can be best, you'll, I'll see you. You, oh, you me, you, Natalie, Natalie and Bess. Forever. We can be together forever. And he goes, Ooh, sounds a bit dicey. Nah. And he jumps out of this virtual reality world. And then... And he goes, i got to stop this. So he hops out of the... He takes the Oculus Rift bicycle helmet with light bulbs off. Yep. And then the RV starts moving. It starts driving on its own. Yeah, well, Paul Jim... Paul is uh, driving this RV with his mind. Yeah, it's just driving around. And he goes, where are we going? And he goes, uh, we're going to the internet mainframe There's a, in the, Moscow. The, the, the worldwide internet. exchange or the something. The internet is located in Moscow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Frank is like, oh, geez, i got to stop this. So he jumps back into the VR. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does, because yeah. he got to try and steer him into the river. No, he doesn't. No, that's not what happens. He, he, I thought we did he, that. 
So he's like, I'm going to put a stop to this. And he pulls out a sword. Oh, yeah. And he, he tries to slash. He tries to kill Paul Giamatti's body plugged into the computer. So he, he puts the sword above his head and slams down to Paul Giamatti. But all of a sudden, his sword is blocked. With another sword. And who is wielding that sword? Natalie Connors. Connors. Hear that noise? That's your mind being blown. But you can't hear it because you're dead. And Cody's all messed up. He's like, Natalie? Na- Natalie? Natalie? What? What? What the heck is going on? Heck? And he goes, You want to do, this, do, you do the speech? You do the speech pretty well. He says, And Paul says this. He says, Don't you get it, Cody? Natalie can't be the girl of your dreams because she isn't a girl at all. She's a robot. What? She was meant to be a prototype for the nanobots. It all makes sense. She's the perfect girl. The looks, the friends, the straight A's. Think about it. Her dad's a robotics genius and a close personal friend of mine. I built your girlfriend, Cody. Don't you get it? I'm connected to everything. Isn't there a bit where the microscopes? No. Yeah, we looked at the microscope. When's that? The dancing laterlies. Oh, well, that happens later. No, that's now. Well, they find out that. Look, so pretty much in the middle of that speech, he goes, because what happens is the nanobots from the first one were built by Natalie Connor's dad, but. It turns out that Natalie Connors was a prototype for the nanobots. So they've just got Natalie Connors and shrunk her down to nano size. So Paul goes, look into the microscope over there. And he looks at the microscope and there's like a whole bunch of dancing Natalies. Because they're the nanobots. The nanobots are Natalie. And they're boogieing down, swimming, swimming around a little dish. And it's like really, really microscopic Natalies. Just yeah. like eating, eating, eating ladder and turning eating them into other Natalies. Flesh. Or whatever they do, I don't know. And so he says, so he goes, don't you get it, Cody? I'm connected to everything and Bess goes not anymore and unplugs him they unplugs the computer unplugs the computer from the socket yeah just turns it off turns and then totally shuts down yeah and as they're doing this Natalie and Frankie are sort of fighting they're in a power struggle with these the swords clashing yeah. they, get into, uh, they get into a big awesome sword fight it's a big sword fight with Natalie so it's like Natalie versus Cody Cody with Bessie helping Bessie's a blonde a blonde Wanda Sykes yeah so in the fight, Natalie's hand, Natalie cuts off Cody's other hand. Yeah. Uh, and then, so they're having this big fight. And it's like, I don't get it. What happened? And then it's like, and then she says a line from the first film. I can't remember what it is. I don't is. know. She just does not compute. She, just, she says, I love Natalie. She goes, huh, does not compute. And then cuts off his hand. Cuts yeah. off his other hand. Um, and then she runs over and plugs, plugs Paul Peter back in. back in. Yeah. And so... Now, uh, Frankie's bleeding out because yeah. he's like his hands and cut off. He's just bleeding blood everywhere. And 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 Bess and Natalie they're fighting. They said yeah, so fighting so, up a storm. So Bess attacks Natalie. The they computer's brawl. back on. They're brawling. It's crazy. That's robot v robot. And Cody, the RV's still moving towards the internet. Yeah. So Cody's like, I gotta stop this. So he climbs over, similar to in Sharknado when he has no arms and he's climbing over. Yeah. So he puts on the headset and goes into Paul Jim Paul Edismati's virtual world. Yeah. And they, they start fighting in the virtual world, like a virtual version yeah. of themselves. Are we, doing the, are, we doing the, are we doing the overload thing or no? Nah? Yeah. Okay, so, so he's like, he just can't, so they're fighting, right? And poor G. Edith Marty is just king of this world. He can make anything from anything. Yeah. And he's just making all these dinosaurs and shit. And like, he, he can't be Cody's beaten. in control, but, but poor Edith smarty has got the computer know-how. So he's, yeah. he's just totally he overpowering it. So he's like, oh geez, how do I, how do I beat him? And then he goes... Oh, wait, this is supposed to be foreshadowed earlier, but it wasn't. 
Oh, so well, in yeah. the first bit, we forgot to write this bit down. In well, the first bit, when he first gets to the computer, there's an issue that if you do too many things, it overheats. Yeah. That, but you already knew that about 15 minutes well, ago. Well, I mean, you okay. just spoiled the ending. Because he just he makes a bunch of like intricate shapes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he's just like, okay, and I'm going to make and it's like 500 guys who all have you know 100 eyes, and those eyes are imagining... And he's imagining complex shapes, and then they're all jumping up and down at different times yeah, to the beat of like bunch one, of, one twelve of, music, and bunch then of crazy shapes. And every time, every time someone mentions a word without the letter E, they make a bing noise, just like in Rick and Morty. Pretty much that Rick and Morty episode where that happens. Yeah. So that he, they anyway, so he makes this whole intricate thing, and he's like making all these complex shapes, it's so complicated, all these textured the stuff, lots of grass and water. Computer can't bloody handle it. Yeah. And so everything else freezing up, and he goes, and it just goes dark. And so then, uh, Frankie takes off his helmet, and then Paul Giamatti also takes off his helmet. Sorry, Paul Edis Marty. Paul Edis Marty. And they, they're like, uh-oh. And, and all the meanwhile, Bess and Natalie, they're still brawling. They're like punching They're fighting real good. Two robot v. robot, so it's like a pretty intense fight. Yeah. Uh, and then Bess finally defeats Natalie. She picks up the great sword and stabs Natalie. Yeah. And cuts her head off. Cuts Natalie's cuts head off. But cuts her robot pieces. head off. And she's a robot. She's definitely a robot. She's 100% a robot. The whole time. The whole... Even the first movie, she's a robot. Yeah, she's a robot. Uh, and then... So, Paul Giamatti's like, No, my computer! It's gonna explode! No, it's gonna explode! The computer's gonna explode, and he's like, Oh, spaghetti! And so... Because cause Paul Giamatti's still strapped... Who? In, Paul Edith Smarty? Yeah. My mistake? He's still strapped into the computer. He can't yeah, leave. He can't really But escape. Bess and Cody, they're sprinting away. So, the, the move, it's a moving RV. So, they jump out the doors as it, as it explodes. Yeah. And... In midair, Bessie uh, covers Cody completely. Like, he just gives this big bear hug, completely shielding him from the blast. Yeah. She's destroyed. She's completely destroyed. She's 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 cooked by the flames. Yeah. She's destroyed completely in the process. She sacrifices herself to save Cody. Yeah. We were playing with the idea that Bess the whole time was just a human being. And it's a, whole, it's a swap with Natalie. Yeah. But we didn't really figure out... Why? Yeah, why that would be cool. So we just didn't. Yeah, anyway, so she's an actual robot as well. So Cody's the only survivor, and the battle is finally over. Yeah, so the battle's over. Pod's Edith Marty's dead. Uh, So is Natalie. So is Natalie, but she's never really alive, if you think about it. It's pretty fucked. Yeah. So, um, it sort of fades to black, and it fades back up. It goes to a week later. It's like, it's not really a funeral because it was a robot, but it's sort of a ceremony to commemorate. To commemorate Bess. Because she's dead. Yeah. Uh, and then, so they gathered around or whatever, and Cody's brother's there, and they go, oh, what a wild ride. Uh, it's crazy. I love you, bro. And Cody's brother, like, hated him at first, but now and he's now making he's like, amends with his he's brother. Like, You're a hero again. Hooray. There's one last thing I have to do. And he walks out of the church, and he walks over to <laughs> Natalie's grave. So he goes to the other and pulls out Natalie's head from his pocket. He just has, He's a, has, robot has the recovered remains of Natalie and throws them into the Dumps grave. Dumps them into the open grave. And then, <laughs> and then stands in the grave. And just and, takes the and, shit on the, <laughs> in the grave. No, 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 no. Wait. He puts his... So he walks into the grave, dumps the remains in, takes off all his clothes, he's back in his socks and his tie whities yeah. and starts burying this thing. Yeah. Does he bury himself? No, he doesn't bury himself. <laughs> We're also talking with the idea that Frankie... Uh, sorry, Cody could... 
get in the grave and bury himself up to his neck. And so he'd just have his head sticking out of the ground. Uh, it just means nothing. It's so we, stupid. We couldn't tie that in anywhere. It made no There's sense. no so purpose we, for that. Also, just, how would he bury his own arms? I don't, I don't know. Look, there's a lot of logistical errors, so we didn't put it in. So he just takes a shit on the grave. So, so he just big, takes a shit on Natalie's grave. a big grave. F you to and her then, being a robot and the then, whole time. And then writhes around in it as closure. <laughs> and then he gets, so he gets up covered, covered in, in shit covered in shit and mud and uh, he's approached by the CIA yeah and so his brother's standing next to him and his brother's like weirdly proud yeah and he's like uh, and, he, <laughs> and Cody pulls out a pack of Nicorette uh, patches he goes nah not today and throws him away and then his brother's real proud and the CIA director comes up to him and goes Cody you wanna start fresh Cody you've been you've been in this town too long you, everyone you know is dead except your brother. You gotta, you gotta start fresh. You gotta go to Japan. And then he looks at his brother and he's like, How's it sound, bro? One last adventure. And then they fist bump. And they're like, When's the flight? Yeah. And, and then, then it cuts to black. And then, uh, cuts them in... Oh, no, no, the, the, then... In the Japan, right? Roll, but it's a, it's a post-credit scene. Yeah, and they're in Japan. There's, no, they're on the flight Dancing in the moonlight. Oh, they're dancing in the moonlight. They're in Japan, on the rooftop of Tokyo somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And they're just dancing around in the moonlight, and dancing in the moonlight's plan, because Frankie realized that all he needs is him and his bro, and his the bro. moonlight, and they can he can live out his dreams, because he's living out his dreams. He's living out his happy. dreams. In Japan. Yeah. So it cuts to it cuts to the credits after that, and there's a post credit scene. It's it's on the plane to Japan, mm-hmm. and him and his brother are sitting there, and someone wheels by with a concession stand. They're like, uh, "Do you want any refreshments? Any anything to drink?" And Cody's like, "Oh no, thank you." And his brother goes, "None for me, thanks." And so the actually, pe- wait, do you have orange juice? No. All right, nothing. Right, never mind. And then they keep they keep wheeling along, and the next seat behind him, they go. They say, they say hey, do, "Would you like any refreshments?" And he's like, "Do you have any coffee?" And he turns around and he sees Matt's dog sitting in the seat and he's like, thirsty dog. And then that's it. The, the, that's the final ending of the film. Yeah. Oh boy. Jeez, that went for a while. That was a... It's a fat recording. Oh boy. That's a good one. Well, yeah, look, that's the end of the script. Uh, hope one, you enjoyed it. One day it'll get made. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. You probably didn't. I hope look, it gets discovered. I hope it gets made into a full length feature. Yep. Hey, guess what? What? It's time for... Nope. Nope. Wrong button. No, it is the right button. No, you just press... Oh, I closed my soundboard. Wrong bloody button. Why isn't it working? Mailbag! Oh, there we go. I didn't even press it then. It just was really slow. Alright, well... So I'm just opening the mailbag. Jeez, it's tight. I'm tight this one, isn't it? I can't undo the knot. Help me out. What? The mailbag. I'm just... What? Lucky has sent us another email. Oh, like it's a literal bag. Yeah, no, I was I was playing around with oh. the uh, the name mailbag because it's uh. It's just an email. Though. Yeah, it's just an email. It's the inbox on Google. You're not tying any knots. Yeah, it's hey, an email. If you want to email us, uh, theweeklymunos at gmail.com Yeah, go is for the it. address. Yeah, go for it. Go for Shoot us an email. Uh, one of our regular emailers, Lucky. Uh, he's on the gold list. We gold listed him last time. Yep. Because he took like 13 shots while watching Big Fat Liar or something. He bloody earned it. Well, if you think about it, that's not really a great thing to be uh, be rewarding. It's not a great uh, great message to send to kids or whatever. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly, all right. But listen to the podcast. Yeah, responsibly. Responsibly. Don't listen Look, to it too much. So, with the drinking game, because we, uh, we made the drinking game, 
and he played it with Big Fat Larry. He got very, very drunk. He sent us some funny drunk email that it was good. We gave him... It was a good laugh. Put him on the gold list, just because we were psyched that he actually played it. Anyway, so he says... Lucky says, Gold-listed boys. Cheers, fellas. I can confirm that those shots were literally just for Big Fat Liar. Title drops. Also, if you haven't typed it out yet. And then he goes through and types all the rules for the drinking game. Man, thanks, Lucky. There's a lot of lot of effort to that. We do have them typed out. Though. We already typed them out, but that's alright. Because the thing is, we didn't release them. So, like, uh, like we said, we we're going to. And I said I was going to do it before this episode, but I didn't. Well... Uh, so I'll probably, maybe I'll post them like half an hour before I post this episode. Look, it'll be on our Facebook soon, or maybe I'll forget. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, so you took out the time to write out all the rules, and I think that's good. That's good stuff. Thanks, Lockie. that's good stuff. And he signs off by saying, keep on killing shit. I don't know what that means, but uh, thanks. Just killing this podcast, man. Killing it? Yeah. Cool. In a good way, though. Good killing. Killing shit? Who was on the gold list? We had the gold list. So the gold list currently is Lucky, Taylor, then Taylor, then Taylor, then Taylor again, and that's it. Yeah, we gave Taylor four slots because he gave us the manager, the Frankie's manager's email. Yeah. Do you think he listens to any more episodes? Do you think he knows? I'm not sure. I feel like Taylor wasn't too keen on it. Look, whatever. He earns those four spots. He though. did though. He earned them. He bloody good. earned them. He doesn't need to listen to this ever again. That's the end of. Mailbag. Is it the end of the podcast? No, mate. No, oh, not yet. We still got to play one more game. What game? Frankie, fact or fiction? All right, I got one for you. You have one for me. I kind of forgot it. I'm gonna see if I can remember it. Uh, what was the first film that Frankie appeared in? Was it To Dance with Olivia? Yeah. Or was it What the Deaf Man Heard? I thought it was My Dog Skip. No, that was not. These both were TV movies. He was in them both. But which one was first? To Dance with Olivia or What the Deaf Man Heard? Fuck. What the Deaf Man Heard, probably. No, actually, no. What The Olivia one. Oh, no, The Deaf Man. The Deaf Man. You go with Deaf Man? man yes. Wrong. Fuck. Yep, he started in To Dance with Olivia first. All right. Idiot, obviously. Don't call me an idiot. Okay, sorry. Look, I'm very tired. So am I. We stayed up. We spent too much time on the script, and it wasn't that good. It was alarmingly not good. You can tell that we lost interest because the the start was interesting, and then everyone just exploded at the end, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it finished. We kind of wrapped it up with a big explosion. Like, yeah, everyone could just explode, and that's it. <laughs> uh, Is there anything else we need? We did mailbag. We did breaking bag. Breaking bag. Breaking bag. Yeah. And Mail Muniz. Isn't that funny? If you switch them around, they the uh, alliterations. Breaking Bag. We're just obsessed with BMs. And, and Bs. Breaking Muniz. Mail Bag. That's interesting. We should deconstruct that next episode. Well, look, I'm probably going to edit this bit out, to be honest. Jeez Louise, we've been recording for ages. Alright, is that the end of the episode? This is going to be a long episode. Uh, right. Okay, I'm going to call it. Is there right. anything else you want to add? No, no. Let's say, let's say goodbye, everyone. All right. Goodbye. Stay Frankie.